Jacob's eyes aren't that good, ladies and gentlemen. That's how we're starting the show today. <laughs> Obviously, that's how I had to start. <laughs> oh, jeez. Dave, are you saying you're blind? Partially. Is that why you pick bad comic books? Oh, <laughs> you guys are. Ju- you know what? You guys are like. You guys no, are the people who you- are like, oh, I can't have regular coffee anymore. I have to have like, you know, like dark that hazelnuts, some stupid crap. <laughs> Dude, you. Uh, it, it's hard for me to place this because I saw the title Grifter and I'm like, oh, it sounds like an independent, you know, uh, graphic right? novel title. Yeah. And then I open it and I'm like, oh, God, it's Rob Liefeld. And his like, and his inability to draw legs. Um, I don't know if you noticed, even on the cover of issue number zero, uh, just the legs, like the way it's drawn, and you can tell like he uses shadows to hide. You know, he's just a lazy artist. That he looks like. So is it the wait? Is it the art that you didn't like, or you didn't like the premise of the story? Actually, both, why are we talking both. about this right now? Yeah, yeah, you whoa, jumping ahead, jumping ahead, you guys are jumping. So hi, this is <laughs> this is that's canon, folks. <laughs> this is that's canon, folks. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so uh, well, Dave from Squared Idea here. We got. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brian Doc Holiday, Geektastic Cipher, Frank and Armstrong Collective, Man by Many Names, Superhero by Night, Superhero <laughs> by Day. I don't know. I don't really have much else to say. <laughs> hey, that rhymed. I didn't mean for the last part to rhyme. I don't got much yeah, else I to say. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Poet and I didn't uh, know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh Toby, my. a.k.a. That Fit Dude on the Insta. Um, Geekdastic Cypher as well. Uh, that's canon, obviously. Uh, yeah, not much else. Hey, Dave, it's not that easy to intro, is it? No, no, no. I really yeah, see Brian, Brian. Brian makes it look easy, doesn't it? I, I know, I know. It's just like you guys with your like you're reading the uh, oh the, the reading the, of the, the, the summary. You guys have like you know that very like stoic voice for it. I'm you know like, what it is? You just you just gotta pretend no one else is in the room. Yeah, it, it really is like it's a because it, I remember when I was a kid in class and they used to ask you know you always had to read in in front of class yeah. something that I I to this day I'm still not sure why that was such an important part like. The public speaking. Oh, you have to be able to do presentations at work. I guess. Well, it's to but, be able to talk to a crowd. Yeah, but crowd not everybody ever. Crowd wa- of friends. The, 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 to, uh, tons of people I know who don't want to talk to crowds. There are some people I know who don't want to talk to their friends. Like, you know, <laughs> they're like text only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like they'll they'll spend time with their friends, but it's just like I don't actually want to like stand in front of y'all and have a speech. I like to do that because I'm crazy. I like to just get up and. You know, I'm the guy that will stand in a mall and be like, ladies and gentlemen, please follow me this way. You know, like, I've, mm. or at conventions when I went to Comic-Con in Montreal one time and they had a Batman booth. They were promoting a um, the Batman game or something. And I went up to the booth and I just started helping the girl, the marketing girl. <laughs> and I started doing Batman trivia. I was just like, if anyone can stump me, they get two posters. If I can stump, then they don't get a poster at all and people were like loving it because they love the challenge of trying to stump somebody mm-hmm. who says they know it like, it's not dreams mo- yeah nothing more important to a nerd than block blocking another nerd and proving you don't actually know as much as you did yeah i actually told someone the other day like if you ever want to have a hilarious be part of a hilarious conversation if you see two nerds like get into an argument about a yeah. topic just sit there because they're gonna get yeah, so heated yeah. <laughs> but all that to say oh, it's just yeah. like that public speaking is fun but I don't, you know. I used to love it. I used to love it a lot too. Like in high school, I hosted like all the talent shows oh, at yeah? that school. Uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Um, I did, I did. But lately, these days, I'm definitely more of a. I don't know. I feel more introverted these days. The older I get, I, I just don't really 
care. That's just getting old, man. That's I, just I call myself a social loner. I like, like, mm. if I'm in public, I will be social. But then I, I like, when I'm at home, there are times where I'm just like, I don't want to talk to nobody for a week. Like, I just <laughs> Dude, for leave real. me alone. Yeah, and this is for yeah. me, who talks to everybody. I'm the guy on yeah. the street that people are like, please don't make eye contact. I don't want to talk to you because I'm probably going to be like, hey. <laughs> you look on your like face. Social, eh? That's where like social media is like is good for people like that. Yeah, that's it's true. like it allows you to be social without actually being social. Yeah. I'm not good at it though. I feel I feel like I'm not good at social media. Really? Yeah, I don't think I am. I think I think if I was better at social media. Like I know at one point I was decent because my Twitter followers went from like 400 to 700 like that. Yeah. And, and that was yeah. like me hitting on the Lakers like I was just destroying the Lakers I was a Celtics fan they were in the finals together and I blew up in followers because of how much I was attacking the Lakers the Kobe Sonics the, yeah. the, the Sonics the, well, you, just, you just said the key to social media right there just troll yeah troll. True. true that, that is actually well, very I, true I, I People love hate. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know I was trolling at the time. I thought I was just speaking my truth of how much Kobe pissed me <laughs> off. And then, and then someone's like, "You're a troll." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, I, 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 I don't my... look like a troll. Yeah, 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 yeah. I become what I hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, it's true. It's true. Had I known then that what I was doing was trolling, I would have probably stopped because I hate trolls and I would hate to have been called one. But yeah, you're right. That probably was what I was doing. Very much oh, so. That's Lesson. And that, that's right. probably why my followers have dropped off because I don't troll anymore. Anyways. This guy's not funny anymore. I know. He's not hating anybody. Okay, so let's get into it, Dave. What are we doing today? All right, so today we're doing uh, uh, Grifter vol uh, from the New 52, uh, Volume 1, including uh, Issue 0. So that would be 0 to Issue 6. Uh, it is uh, written by Nathan Edmondson. Uh, written by, uh, sorry, illustrated by Jason Gordon, uh, and then that's for issue one, and then there's also Kafu? That's all I get. What about Rob? What about good old Rob? I noticed how you were politely not mentioning the issue zeros written in, or drawn by our <laughs> oh. favorite uh, artist, comic book writers. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, but that's just issue one, though. Oh, issue oh, sorry, zero. zero. Yeah. I, I was reading the 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 the, that, the credits that, that for is the most one. important important lead into this mess <laughs> okay. of a story. So some people, since you told some us people we had in, to read some it. No, I suggested to read it. Some <sighs> people in the room Credited. hate Rob Liefeld. <laughs> Let's also remember he did X Force. Yeah, but he's a bad <laughs> artist. That's I know. Why yeah, yeah, I but I loved original <laughs> X Force. Original X Force was great. Whether or not he he does not he does not age like a fine wine. He ages like you know. A fine wine that was left open, but <laughs> so vinegar. The, the wine but... was not fine to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he aged like vermouth, if anything. <laughs> That's rough. Rob Liefeld, I don't agree like, with these people. I love X Force. I love Deadpool. <laughs> he didn't change one thing about his art style. He just said, "Hey, you know what? People think I'm bad. I'm just gonna run with it." And yeah. he just kept the same style. Didn't change anything. You could tell right from the the cover. So, yeah. Um. Grifter is in the middle and the running stance he has is drawn in a way where he's angled in a way where you can't even his legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not humanly um it's not placed in a humanly fashion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so, the other two beside him, his brother and I and Max and I forget what the other one was called, one of them has his right leg is just a shadow. It's like hidden in the shadow. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and then the other one is in a weird, like, long stride stance. Again, that's yeah. not humanly. It's like he's, he has it, a hard time drawing legs for some reason. But it's funny because one of the guys looks like he's running at 90 degrees. Like, his leg is perfectly yeah. straight out, and his body is leaned forward perpendicular to his leg. And you're like, who runs like that? No one runs like that. <laughs> so, if anything, it looks like he's gliding, and he's just doing a, he's just doing a, cool, he's just doing a cool pose as he's gliding. You know? So, folks. The worst. There's obviously some prior hate bringing into this is this is not prior no no this is this is like when Doc I make I make these observations when I read anything right off the bat it's not prior this is hate you read you started with oh it's Rob Liefeld that's the first thing you told me talking about this here's here's like Gotham when he watched Gotham before we did. The White Knight. He was all. Yeah, but, that, but then he changed his mind as the White Knight went on. Yeah, because right? we realized that Harley was the actual star, and I was like, "This exactly. is yeah. good." Yeah. But for this, I didn't even know Rob Liefeld was involved in any way. So I'm checking it out, and I'm like, "Oh, what is this artwork like?" <laughs> and then I see, and I see, and I see Liefeld. I was like, "Oh, makes sense." <laughs> but let's, let's get into the story before we start. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so elevator pitch. What's the description? Wanna read it? All right, so I'll, I'll try and read it. Sorry, it's not going to be as classy as the the huge. Remember, I'm not editing this episode. This all, this all goes in. And one shot. No, just joking. You take your time. <laughs> all right. As a part of the acclaimed DC Comics, the New 52 event of September 2011, Cole Cash is a charming grifter few can resist. And yet, he's about to be branded a serial killer when he begins hunting and exterminating inhuman creatures hidden in human form, creatures only he can see. Can the biggest sweet talker of all time talk his way out of this one when even his brother thinks he's gone over the edge? I don't even understand. All right. Everything is red. I'm like, oh my God. The brother angle. For a second, I thought you were laughing about how I said that. No, 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 no. Sorry, I don't know sorry. why the brother angle was like this yeah. big part of the the pitch. It was not. It was like a it was like a momentary blip uh, <laughs> in the whole story, and it it also didn't make sense at all. Like there was no sense to the whole brother relationship. Uh, the way the brother got. Okay, so we're going to the review. Right, wait, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, elevator, he's right. He's right. We, so I will do the first, elevator the pitch first, and <laughs> okay. I'll let these right, two. Fine. I'll go first on my elevator pitch. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Um, Cash okay. me outside. How about that? Cole, Cole cash me outside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that was gosh. amazing. <laughs> okay, so uh, this honestly, it's hard to. It's a mishmash of a bunch of different ideas. I feel. <clears throat> So imagine, um, be laughing at that imagine the Weapon X program, but instead of the Weapon X program, this is like the first iteration. So it's like the Weapon A program <laughs> um, mixed with uh, some elements of Captain Marvel. Because, but instead of the Skrulls, let's call them Demonites. Um, mixed with a little bit of uh, Deadpool, sort of, in a weird sense, um, because I'm supposed to be a sweet talker. But it just comes across as convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not convoluted, but contrived. Um, no real skill I, I could see in terms of 
This is not even an elevator pitch. I'm kind of just dissing my own like. <laughs> yeah, I, say, I, can't, I can't even bring myself to pitch this to my boss. So, so I'm I'm gonna pitch it. I'm gonna have to pretty much say all these things I just said and give it to Dave so he can spin this in a, in a positive <laughs> yeah. way. So, so Dave, I, I'm gonna hand my, my I'm gonna hand my my thoughts and findings to you, and you can pitch yeah. it to the boss. Well, I'm taking that and throwing it in the garbage. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm doing. Second of all, I'm gonna go up to my boss in the elevator, like, okay, check. Uh, I want to do something with Wildcats. I want to get Wildcats back on on the, uh, the radar, cusp, yeah. on the radar, right? And he's like, okay, cool. Uh, I'm giving you one character. All right, give me a minute. Go away, come back, get, follow him uh, at the end of the day. We're going back down. I'm like, all right, I'm going to use Grifter. He's like, all right, how are you going to do it? Like, invasion of the Body Snatchers. I'm like, all right. Except for he, instead of being abducted, it's going to be kind of like that... Uh, that uh, what's it called, the Roddy Roddy Piper movie, where you could see everybody, everybody, and hear them all. Uh, it's actually, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I, it's I, a great, it's a, it's a hilarious movie. Um, and in that, uh, he's going to be starting to be body snatched, but it's not going to take like immediately. It's going to take like a few days for them to do it properly, so that they take over the body snatching. And he's going to wake up halfway through because they are like they thought he was a regular civilian, but he wasn't. He's like this mercenary or part of the army from back when. And uh, when he wakes up, he realizes he could see them and hear them. That's why people think that he's crazy. So that's why he's really a grifter on his own. Oh. Did you just compare this to They Live? Yeah. With Rod Piper? Yeah. Even that's better than this. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, they both made you laugh, right? <laughs> this, 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 anyway. Doc, you're out of your bitch. <laughs> so, um,. <laughs> My boss tells me the day before, he's just like, hey, I need a new pitch for a comic to um, have something for me tomorrow. Uh, I decide to go out the night. I get completely blotto wasted. Um, I do some blow. Uh, I, I'm with hookers, uh, male, female, everything. Just a wild night debauchery. It doesn't even matter. I wake up that morning. I'm hungover. I bloodshot eyes. I do a bump of coke. I walk down the street and I see a piece of red fabric floating through the air with a black mark across it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that dude from Wildcats. And I get into the elevator. I'm like, boss, I got an idea. What if I take the dude from Wildcats and I have him running around shooting people? Yeah. <laughs> that's, <You know> that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> and my boss looks at me like, wait, is that it? It's just like, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll figure out some more stuff. There'll be some bad guys. There's a love interest. It's an 80s movie. Think Oh, no, think but your 80s boss movie. is okay with all this because they have to meet quotas at the end of yeah, the month. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Well, just throw that idea in there. It's but okay. you know what it is? It's, it, it feels like someone from the 80s got up and said, let's make a comic book out of all the action movies we used to have in the 80s. Because even when and you guys... don't need a plot. Yeah, even when you compare it to that Rowdy Rowdy Piper movie and all that stuff, it very much feels like I'm reading a comic book that someone, like, totally took an 80s idea. Like, you know, he has the girlfriend... Uh, it's it's him. He has his brother. That's you know they're both army seals, 
brother pride we took another pride and then all this that stuff the review <laughs> no but i'm saying this is all i'm this, oh, is all this my, part of your, your i'm pitch high though? i'm high i'm high so the pitch is just flowing it's flowing i'm like whoa boss it's like you, you should see my mind right now and he's like why are you spinning in the elevator you idiots and i'm like i don't know you know oh um God. yeah so you know it's we're gonna have the lead character we're gonna have a crazy 80s style thing there's gonna be shootouts there's gonna be girls but not really girls there's just two girls that aren't that interesting because you know th- this would we're, we want to fail the Bechtel test because we we have no interest in writing anything that's positive for people in, in 2016 or 11 or whatever year this was written in. and yeah that's and then like my boss says we have quotas and we need to have characters so we can release comic books and we're doing that new 52 thing so toss it in oh but boss here's the thing though the first few issues they're not gonna be good but then we're going to try and introduce Midnighter at the end of the last issue. Something that fans will actually care about. Oh, that's a good idea. Because that way they'll continue reading after we give them this horrible 80s movie. And then that's it. And then I get you out. You notice how long it's taking you to convince your boss. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then I get out of the elevator and I throw up and pass out and they call an ambulance because I've done too much coke. Uh, and then that's David, my... David is not liking this, folks. All you I'm going to say is look, this. <laughs> you, I think you're. I think you guys have read so many comic books that you can't enjoy like basic entertainment. Or, or it's the fact yeah, that no, I actually I love '80s, com- 80s <laughs> yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. which is true, which is, fair. which is super true. So I will say this: this is one you don't have to think. I think the people in the room like to think too much with their comic books. When well, I take a sip of water, I, like I don't digest whether or not it's clear some... or not. I take a sip of water. <laughs> I think I think my my taste personally anyway, and this is not a shot at your taste in any way, but my taste in graphic novels or comic books has changed as I've aged and grown. Yeah. It's gone away from this sort of like shoot 'em up bang bang to like I actually kinda need a story to keep me enthralled in the whole experience. This was just like every I didn't know what was going on. Yeah every but no he's right he's right let's save all this for the review because i feel like we do have a lot to say about it and um and i think it'll make for a better discussion when we we can all actually review yeah yeah all right Uh, sorry next segment go ahead all right fair enough so we're going to be doing a judgment call judgment call is where we fight for our character's right to be in the spotlight uh it's been a little while since i think we've done one so just a small reminder we have two contestants fight for three minutes they get to defend their characters after that we give them a minute to tear down the other person's beliefs wants or characters however you want to do it and then one person being the judge determines who passes and who fails yeah who's getting canon data here and who's being put in the spotlight so that being said this week it's going to be toby versus brian and um hypothetical Coin costs. I'm going to make it Brian that goes first. Cool, cool, cool. Do you have a timer? I will work on that in a second. Uh, so just a quick reminder while he's doing the timer setup. If you guys are listening to our podcast, hopefully you are enjoying all the content. And we ask you to check out everything on franklinarmstrong.com. We have multiple podcasts on the website. We support a lot of awesome, cool local initiatives like Squared Idea and Nerdstock and whatnot for Geektastic Cypher. And then we have That's Canon, which focuses on comic books. We have Running With Wolves with Wizzy Moon Chaser that does a lot of urban content in the city. K&M that talks about social issues, uh, body um, body and culture and hair and positive thinking and uh, the morning detour which is a local urban radio uh, 
broadcast that's done in Montreal that's really good. Really, really good. Great uh, interviews and stuff like that. So if you guys want to check that out, everything's available at franklinarmstrong.com. Cool. Perfect. All right, sir. Are you? Uh, have you chosen your character? Yes, yes. For once, I chose my character in advance. Oh, well, look at you. I know. <laughs> All right. So three, two, one, go. Hey, guys. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about a character that I feel a lot of the times since they've been introduced has not been given a proper story. <clears throat> and that character is Parasite from the DC Universe. Um, Parasite was introduced in 1966. The character's name is Rudy Jones, was a maintenance worker at Star Labs in Metropolis. And, you know, I get that <clears throat> one of the things that I like about DC is DC has a lot of very interesting villains, but they use these super powered villains the same way that uh, M. Night Shyamalan would try and explain villains. You have the brains and you have the brawn, and that's pretty much it. There's almost no middle ground when it comes to some of the characters in DC. They, uh, they're either smart enough to take on Batman or strong enough to take on Superman, and you don't get a lot of crossover. And sometimes you'll get guys like Lex who try and build themselves something strong enough to take on Superman, but their brains, and it doesn't really work out. Whereas Parasite, what they could do is, you know, he's not a smart guy. He's not a powerful guy. Well, he is a very powerful guy, but he's a powerful guy when he siphons from people. But instead of writing the character and he's just siphoning strength, 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 because that's all he understands, what they should do is they should try and get him to siphon intelligence from people. As a parasite and as a character, when he siphons the essence from people, he gets their memories and the, the, the thoughts and the things that they've seen. And if you got him to kind of like go around and kind of like sneakily spy style wise, or I mean, it's, it'd be hard to write it that way because again, he's not that smart, but maybe just he's at Star Labs. Maybe the first person he grabs is someone who's super intelligent and it, from there it builds and builds and builds and he becomes a more intelligent character who can also siphon the power off of Superman, can also siphon the power off of Superboy, uh, you know, Martian Manhunter, those types of characters, but at the same time is intelligent and is doing it in an intelligent way. So A, not to draw attention to himself. He can stay in the shadows. He could be manipulating things. I think there's a lot to, to write about the character and also I want more villains to have interesting stories. Harley Quinn and the Joker are can't be the only two people out there that they're writing these comic books about just because they're popular. You have a long line of these characters and these interesting characters that you're just not using because you're just like, well, we have Superman, so we want to throw something hard for Superman to punch. Okay, cool. But there's more. There's there's a lot more. There's more interesting stories you can tell. There's, and like we were saying, you know, you, we were joking about this stuff with Grifter, but the bang him up, shoot him style is something of the 80s and 90s. And we're now in the 2000s, 2010s, almost 2020. And people are watching more interesting shows. You have an older audience and they want more from their characters. And I think Parasite could be if done well, very interesting, a very interesting take on intelligence merged with brawn and the, 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 the search for that power. So, yeah, that's my time, guys. All right. Interesting that you bring up something in your discussion. But, Dave, whenever you're ready, I can start. All right, sir. So I'll, I'll give you when you have assuming that you get to the three minutes, I'll be doing the hand five seconds there. But you are good to go in three, two, one, go. You actually mentioned my character in your little expose, my friend. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know how we were on the same wavelength today uh -oh. with these picks. I'm wondering. But my character today is Lex Luthor. Ah, I knew it. As soon as you said, that, I was like, "Oh, that's the only character." Yeah, sorry. You mentioned it, and I was like immediately like, "Whoa, okay." Um, so we're typically used to the Lex Luthor that loses to Superman pretty much at every turn. 
But what we don't know and what we don't have is the essence of what makes Lex Luthor Lex Luthor. We don't really get that. They tried to show that in Batman versus Superman, right? Was it Batman versus Superman? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't even know what that iteration of Lex was. We're going to pretend it never existed. <laughs> uh, Lex Luthor's story is a little deeper than that. Though his story and his background is somewhat intertwined with Superman, what I would like to propose is some sort of a villain turn. Give me a prelude. Give me a, a Joker origin story for Lex Luthor and how he became his family life. Um, he was genius level since he was a kid. What kind of challenges did that present to him growing up? No one really understanding his thoughts. No one really understanding the things he was actually trying to do. Um, and then here comes this kid out of nowhere, this this Clark Kent, you know, who seemed oddly suspicious to him, but he something was drawing Lex closer closer to Clark Kent. Um, and you know, just showing that dynamic of them being best friends growing up, and then eventually kind of flipping it around and seeing the other side of things, where now they're enemies, pretty much moral enemies, but they still sometimes work together because sometimes Superman needs legs interlinked to get things done. Um, there's a lot to be told here in terms of you know how he, um, you know, his dad or his parents' mysterious death. Um, his life in Smallville, how he built LexCorp. You don't really have to actually bring Superman into this. We've seen way too much Superman. But Superman can be in the background, and we can just get to know Lex on his evil dealings outside of the Justice League. Um, I would love to get to... Uh, where is that now? Uh, you know, you can you can touch on how he became the president of the United States. You know, there's a lot more, there's a lot of story to be told here, and I don't think we've gotten a pretty good, Lex Luthor right now, I think he's ranked top five, if not top three greatest villains of all time, and when have we gotten a story that actually gives us that, right? Everyone raves and rants about the Joker, but we don't get to see Lex Luthor actually prove why he is the smartest, he's literally the most intelligent being in the DC universe. Um, on the other side, on the flip side of things, with with uh, with with uh, with Marvel, we have Iron Man, we have Ant Man, we have all these people who we've seen—not Ant Man, but the last the plastic. Oh shit! My time's up. Yeah. Damn it! Right. <laughs> Sorry, bro. That was a quick three minutes. Goddamn! Yeah. I even paused it when uh, there was the the little glitch. The yeah. little glitch. Okay. All right. All right. Interesting, interesting aspects. Initially, I was really worried about your choice because I was like a very popular character. But yeah, I understand your point yeah. of view. I understand your point of view. Uh, yeah, he is popular. I get yeah. it. Because no, no. again, he's popular because Superman's popular. That's true. But uh, we're going to be given uh, each other uh, the minute of uh, teardown, I like to call. So, uh, Brian, you're going to go first. Yep. And go. Instead of a teardown, I'm going to do more of a, as we said, because we've said it, the, the the realization that he's a popular character. Lex Luthor is, and I actually agree with my colleague that Lex Luthor probably doesn't have his full story told. Because once again, it comes down to when you are the villain, they use you specifically to be the counter to your hero, but they don't necessarily give you as much motivation. So far, we know Lex's motivation is he doesn't like that an alien has come to his planet and it gets the admiration of everyone. Uh, and the reason that I say Lex Luthor 
is potentially an interesting character is because he they have used him but that's the thing they've used him a lot to try and make uh to tell us the story of corporate america or back in the day when he was a super scientist a super genius and stuff like that has become redundant and that's why i think that a character who doesn't have the shine and has not been in the light a lot gives us more potential for future storytelling as opposed to using someone who represents corporate america as it's been thus far and has done it already and well to be honest yeah. All right. So, Toby, are you All ready? Right. Yep. One, two, three, go. So, we've had Parasite also on TV before. If you remember, he was on Smallville. Mm. Uh, very forgettable. Uh, he was also recently on Supergirl. Mm -hmm. Very forgettable. Um, his look, not that appealing. I don't even see this. He's He's uglier than Spawn, let's put it that way. Um, there is no <laughs> sort of appeal. He's ranked. I'm just gonna look at because since I spoke about Lex ranking, he's ranked 61st greatest comic book villain of all time. That's low on the list. He is not even up there in the pantheon of those who can actually challenge Superman. Um, he is in his rogues gallery and makes up his rogues gallery, but he's so at the bottom that Superman doesn't. He's not even considered ever, and we don't need to consider him ever. Um. I don't think anyone listening right now has ever heard of him and really cares to learn more about him. Uh, he is also, yeah, I think that's it. He's just <laughs> All right. <laughs> the last three seconds to I was, chuckle in laughter. I was, I, was gonna, I was actually gonna say that he has all these powers that really, at the end of the day, don't rival anyone. He's not that smart to begin with. The timer was going. The laughter was then. Um. <laughs> All right, you guys bring up both valid points. Uh, both of them have slight issues. Uh, I agree. I actually do like Parasite. I think Parasite is uh, could be better. The problem is that's a what if. Would they do those things? That's what they should do. But that's the whole point. Are, I know, no, are no, we I arguing know, for no, how no. they could make no, a character no, better? No, but I, they'd have to just make sure that they do the smart thing, which I, I agree. I agree with you on all points. Uh, the only issue I really have with the Lex thing is he has been shown a lot, but I do definitely agree that uh, although if you read certain issues of certain books and this and that you could get some of his background uh, the only thing but is have they have, but have they made it solid never and frankly to be quite honest in the movies specifically they never really did a good job I think some of the movies did good moments but never really good job my biggest disappointment was Kevin Spacey's one uh, because I was looking forward before all the controversy happened with him uh, I thought he was going to be a good Lex Luthor and then when he became the real estate person again it was just really annoying uh, this is kind of hard because I agree with you guys on both points I think though which one has a already popular representation hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know well, I, I'm sorry hey, 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 no no hey, I'm asking what is judgment call about that was my only question right, no. what, what, what did we originally say judgment calls about I just wanted to uh, spotlight characters you feel deserve more of a spotlight and I think Lex okay. deserves the spotlight to be shown on him because it's been shown more on Superman and he's just been yeah. used as a background character and, to and, move a plot along and my point is that Parasite has not been given the spotlight specifically because other people like Lex have been given the spotlight the entire time when it comes to Superman and that mm. seems a lot of repetition 
There we go. That's all. That's all that's all right, all I right, wanted to right, point out. Right. No, you both got to say your little extra. <laughs> if this goes on any further, we start taking minutes off of things like <laughs> everything I've been done in the His past. His name is Parasite. He absorbs hey, everything. Hey, 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 right, right, hey, hey, that, that's going to be 30 seconds. We keep going. <laughs> Yeah. Closing argument. <laughs> there you go. Closing <laughs> argument. Um, it, uh, I'm sorry, Tobes, but it's going to be Parasite only because oh. recently I actually read, if you read the most recent Justice League, mm-hmm. which has a lot of Legion and Doom in it, they go through a lot of his past. But we're talking about a larger audience, I not understand. just a comic book I understand, but the, the thing, is, but the thing is, is this. One thing that Toby wins is the fact that oh, when you hear Superman, you always hear Lex. You never hear of almost any of the other characters. And Parasite is one of those people that could go against them. It's not by a lot. It's not by a lot. And I I, I feel bad because like I, I don't want it to be like, I'm not choosing it because I feel like the last two times I've had to be judgment call, it's always been by a hair. And I've always hey, had man, to do it. I'm like 0 and 10 at this point. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, in this season, anyway, it feels like it. But <laughs> no, it's by it's by like it's by like uh it's like you know you're here and he's here. Like it was really really close because I do agree with you on 100 percent that they do need to revitalize um, Lex. Hell, even hey, I agree. It has to be, it has to be I, okay for me to take characters that have already been used before. No, no, no but what, what, like, what I'm hey, thinking, one thing for like, future like, reference. Joker, for example, they have all these Joker origin stories and all these Joker, but, and they did them right once, but in what, my opinion, in I, recent history. And I completely agree, but I'm thinking one thing that we'll do for Judgment Call in the future, we're going to have Judgment Calls where it's going to specify characters that need to be corrected so to speak. Oh, okay. And then characters that are not used. So that that it's so that brings cuz I I have noticed though whenever one of us does pick somebody it ends up being more one that's never who, used. Yeah, it's I like know. did you and use I tend him? to go with people that I feel deserve more. Exactly, exactly. So even though they've been used. That's you, why I believe yeah, I get for, it, guys. So, okay. so if, no no, but for future rep- <laughs> for, No, but that's for, no, but that's Dave a, makes a valid it's point. A, yeah. it's a, we won't do it because I know we'd record two in a day, so I'm not going to change who I'm, I'm yeah, choosing yeah. in the next round. <laughs> Obviously, Doc, you better get your prepare you get you better get prepared for the next round because you're going to end up having the the next it's one against okay. me. Except my loss. Doc, you win. But going forward to trash He's like that's it. I'm going to hate on Dave's choice now. You didn't choose me. I was going to go easy on you. Gloves are off. He's picking up some uh, just brass want, nucks on. I just want to point out that... You, you were judge and jury. I'm about to be executed. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out that even in my minute, I didn't even try and tear down Lex Luthor. I just tried no, to explain exactly. why no. he was already like... I was just like, I mean, he's great for what he is, but we can't keep giving the guy shine. That was my only thing. Uh, and I, I think Dave's like, uh, you know, caveat in the future of like being you know we you, we definitely have to try and use characters that haven't been used before or side would be hard to market though man oh for sure but okay but you changed this you've changed his, I, his design guys i'm telling oh. you it, my idea for parasite is like it, it's like it starts with him draining intelligence him realizing that because of his appearance he needs to drain a shapeshifter him getting a shapeshifter him going after powerful like there's a i actually have it. He, also, he also absorbs he absorbs everything about the person including their weaknesses right yes but and i had like then, this whole thing runs- plotted out for how he could be so so much better as a character but to be honest but then he like runs out of life energy and has to feed on a new prey it's kind of weird it's hard oh it's it's a hard story to tell he's a vampire he's essentially a vampire but like the thing is i would say this you don't even need him to do a scientist make him grab a bodyguard first so he learns enough 
Like, let's say he's oh. at Star Labs. He grabs one of the bodyguard he guys. Knows, about the so then all of a sudden he's like, tech. "I no, but he's like, if you grab a guard, right? Yeah. You will know automatically a certain degree of self-defense. You'll get a certain oh, degree yeah. of intelligence. Yeah. You'll know a certain degree of strategy and espionage. If yeah. you grab someone who is like, like if you like if you have a colonel who's there, he's like, oh, I'm visiting because someone told me that this is an important thing. Yeah. And he tries to defend the scientists and then he drains him by accident for the first time. It answers all your questions in one stop. I honestly think, it, anyways, yeah, anyway, that's, a whole, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. All right, so we're going to jump into the... Uh, I don't know if it's going to be bastardizing or if it's really going to be a review at this point because you guys clearly... I, I will say this before we start this. All right? I just want to say one thing. If you liked Wild... For those out there, if you liked Wildcats before this and you like to have things that don't make you think, it's not bad. Because I'm not saying it's great. I've never said that it was great. We created, we created it to talk about intelligent graphic novels, and this is not one of them. No, no, we did it. We did it for comic book reviews, and if we're going to talk about intelligent graphic novels, one word: coyotes. All right. That was not, but that's the thing. That was an attempt to be an intelligent. Yeah. This was an attempt to do a good job of the invasion of the body snatchers. An oh, attempt. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. Do you really feel that they were going for invasion of the body snatchers? Like that, like well, because that—that's what. Again, I'm I'm a Wildcats fan. That's what it is. Like the Demonites. That's essentially like it's always that. Sorry. It looks to me like a scrawl sort of invasion situation. The Demonites are. The demonites are from before, right? They've been around before. This isn't the demonites. I know this isn't their introduction. No, okay. well, I mean, it's their introduction into in the, the DC. In yeah. the, no, but more in the DCU because, like, they were never. They were part of. Yeah, uh, the, the Wildcats used to be on that separate the, the, imprint. Yeah, on that separate imprint, and this was their. Like they brought in this character through here, and then there was a, a another military base uh, book. I think it was called the Something Seven, and Spartan, which is like their robot cyborgish leader was brought into that and they they just never went through the whole thing the thing is like grifter is a pretty cool character he, and the thing that's kind of sucks is that his development really happens because i read the whole thing it's, it's about 16 issues more of his development happens after this like all this was a lot more prelude and i think they could have i agree with you guys that they could have probably summed this up in like fewer comic books and got to the point mm. that's one thing i'll agree with you guys on the bat because it did, uh, like, when I was reading, I'm like, oh, I remember reading it all. I liked it all because you see, like, the evolution, but his evolution happens. Oh, it was Image right Comics. After. Wildcats were originally published by Image Comics. Yeah. And then they let it go because it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I feel not, like there's I, a certain I, degree of what? comic snob I in know, the room. I know this is a. It's um. There's gonna be a lot of purists out there who are gonna not gonna like the comments I've made about this so far, and I get it. Like I see the appeal. I used to like the appeal. Is all I'm saying is for me at this point. I'm 33, and this to me is just not the kind of reading I would like to do. But that said, there are some. They could have done better. There are some like things that were good about this that I feel that we can also discuss as well. Yeah, I'm just so. Dave, uh, if you want to get into the origins, what do you think about yeah. the origin story? I think that, again, for me, it's like one of those things where I agree that this, it's six issues. It's very Weapon X-like, right? It was it was very Weapon X-like. Is it, it Definitely like the first, definitely visually. Um, what I what I thought was cool was that they, 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 like, they, they knew that he was going to be someone they wanted to use. 
uh, because they called them the one. But because the, the origin story initially um, is basically some Daemonites or other beings that know that Daemonites are coming and they're trying to enhance his body. And then he gets rescued by a friend. And the friend says that this is actually the third time I've had to do this because they keep abducting you and I keep on having to like help you and I just didn't get that well they keep abducting him but why him because whoever they are because I'm I'm not going to jump too far because I also didn't I didn't reread everything but there's like I'm not sure if they're necessarily like Daemonites that like rogue Daemonites or something like that but they're they're from like the same planet and like they know that hell like hell spawn and all them are going to come and destroy the planet they don't want that to happen to the planet earth and they're like okay well if we enhance his abilities which later on you know he gets certain strengths he gets he's able to do certain abilities like it goes beyond just hearing them like he's able to use their weapons he's able to oh well, yeah this this you see towards issue yeah. five i think yeah you see that he could start doing that but then he starts being able to like use telepathy a little bit like he's it, it really enhances the character at one point which is which is weird because in the original one he's just purely very drawn like gambit with a mask and guns that's well, kind of like the comparison that i was gonna doing. say this whole thing reads like someone read gambit and decided to try and do gambit with different powers yeah so and and that mask the way he created it was like so i don't know that was random too oh no it was it's definitely like I, random and one thing I did like, though, in regards to, like, doing this invasion of the body snatchers, I thought it was cool. It wasn't, like, one of those things where, oh, I touch you. It's not like Fallen with Denzel Washington where, okay, he's possessed by the devil and any person that he touches, he just jumps into that person. Mm. It's actually a process to take over the body. The takeover takes, obviously, several days because he wakes up at day 17. Yeah. And I think it's cool that he wakes up and it's because he breaks the the process that now... It's like I had the person. It's kind of like whoever he was supposed to take over his body. Because obviously they, the the Daemonites can con- commute, communicate mm-hmm. telepathically. So he's just basically here. It's like you you have a radio receiver in your head, but you don't know that's there. Yeah, he's hij- and you're hearing everybody. He's hijacking you know? their system. Yeah. So like I do think that's cool. Uh, I don't think in these specific issues you got to see how good of a mercenary he was. I did think that when you saw him capture a Damienite and then he had like the whole like I duct tape my gut my hand to a gun to this guy's head I thought that was really cool uh there were certain things that were interesting about it uh, again I do think that sh- this could have easily be done in three issues instead of six though that's I'm sorry, my caveat you just blew my mind by the fact that that was that was what that scene was that it was duct tape with a gun you didn't realize it Dude, yeah, so, it was so, so hard to understand what was going minute. on in this comic yeah. book. I'm not, no, no, to... I'm not gonna lie, the drawing was I, I not knew, the best. I knew that that's what it was. Yeah. But as Doc just said, I had a hard time following the dialogue. It was just so random. So many random scenes. Like all of a sudden, the military is involved, and I'm like, "How did they? What? How did they get involved? Yeah. Like, what's their?" Then all of a sudden, there's a brother, and yeah, now like, yeah. <laughs> it, it just, there's just so many things thrown in randomly. There's no coherent sort of like lead on the story yeah you're not led to each story you're kind of it's just kind of just thrown in and you're supposed to just fill in the gaps yourself especially that scene you just mentioned with the duct tape and the gun yeah i was confused. that was random too i was so because you just kidnapped oh, oh. the person okay so i'm really and excited then all now, of a sudden he shows up somehow anyway it was it's just all over the place the one scene that really me up was when 
he's in the base with the this is I'm skipping way ahead, but he's in the base with the girl who seems to know about the demonites. That mm-hmm. works for Q Industries. Q Core, thank you. Sorry. Oh my god, somehow Green Arrow is in this, guys. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this girl works for Q Q Core. She's there with him. She tells him, Okay, you're safe. This is the one place we can hide out from them while we try and figure it out. Then he goes downtown to the most populated area and then gets attacked. And he gets attacked by a lot of these demonites. And then there seems to be no humans around. They're all because all you see is him fighting demonites. There's a car. The the demonite lifts yeah. the car. He so falls back. Everyone, turns out that everyone that was around him at that time. But then the but then the next panel is the girl with her gun, and there are humans around her, oh, and could, people are being beamed up. I think you guys missed a, a, a there's because there is one. I know what you're talking about, but there's one point where. Because the, the one thing that I didn't, I thought was convoluted, right? Based yeah. on the fact that it takes them seven over seventeen days to take over a body, yeah. yes, it takes them thirty seconds to leave a body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll give you guys that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, like good fucking boy, because that's what happens. You see them because the, all humans go around Grifter and then they escape the bodies, and all those humans fall down, so like they're unconscious. Right. So when they leave, it's like their their link is destroyed. So the humans are just getting up. It's like as if you took a big nap. Like you get what I'm saying? That was like, not being made. So clear. now I get now I get why you guys don't like this issue. You guys didn't like how things were cutting off. So if but, you didn't pick up on dude, those, and don't get me wrong, two I, against one. That, I, I if I say I, if I see it, it's just I was lucky to see it. I didn't think that was clear though, because I'm reading no, that not. comic. There were times I, I had to reread. Yeah, so, like reread from panel I, to panel. Yeah, so I read that whole part. Then went back and read it a second time. And Dave, I still didn't see what you're talking about. Mm. I honestly don't remember because it's so issue this is five. What I, thought. I thought I thought the Demonites left the body, they fought him, and then that the boss came, and then they went back into the human bodies. And that's why I, I thought they could just go back in. I didn't know that's what happened. Yeah, because I don't see. I, I'm a I'm I'm a hundred percent sure because based off of how they cut because like, if you go up. You guys are pointing to the to the. Yeah, we're no, no, no. we're looking at issue five right now. No, okay, so so if you guys are listening, well, so what it is is he's walking downtown in issue five. What issue? What? Okay, issue, issue five. five. So he's walking downtown. This is issue five. First of all, you just met someone who told you I have one place that they can't hunt you and find you. You immediately go downtown. That seems really stupid to me. Secondly, you're walking through all these pu- this, a public space. You know all these people are potentially them because so far you've realized that they can take over anybody's body. You're walking down the street. One of the demonites rips... It, they're all told to activate. Yeah. So and one of them that, starts that, to rip out of a body. And that's supposed to represent everybody around them. Based, okay, on, yes, based no, off of the sure. next panels. But, so you see one rip out of a body. Then you just see the demonite. You don't see the body. He starts shooting at the demonite. The next panel is demonites all around him. I don't see any bodies. Like, you don't yeah. look on the street. The, the, where are the bodies that... It's just smoky, and there's demonites <laughs> running around. He hides under a car. They lift the car. He They lift the car. He falls backwards. He keeps shooting people. He's fighting demonites, fighting demonites. Then a human shows up. It's a human who's a demonite. But then right. there's no humans. But then at the end, the girl shows up. Here. 
the girl sh shows up and there's humans around her. Where did these humans come from? Where were they this whole time? Why was no one noticing this guy fighting beings in the street with shooting guns? If they can't see him, if they don't see the demonites and only he can, why are people not freaking out that some guy's just shooting like wild in the street? I do. Oh, here's here's something that that confused me as well in the scene where the humans are around her. They all have like this dark, pillowy like willowy eyes, right? Yeah. You see that? So I thought the demonites turned back into the humans at that point, oh. and then the, and then give the humans back their consciousness. It was just this weird like. Oh, sorry, you cut out. Man. It just didn't make sense. Yeah, but, but essentially you're saying it didn't make sense, which is yeah. exactly what yeah. I'm saying. So. So, so stuff like this is why I didn't like the comic. So can I ask this? Had it been executed better in the sense of doing cutscenes in the sense of doing that? Do you like are you guys against the story or are you against the execution? I'm I, I don't I don't like the story. I, I to, to me, I, I I'm not really big on body snatcher stories, but I'm not against the story. Mm. But because the story was executed so poorly through this, I didn't understand the story. That's fair. Because there's huge sections where I'm just like I don't understand what is happening right now, and there's nothing to make it clear. Because that's the thing. No when, one's there's no motivation to anyone's actions, pretty much. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not buying into anything anyone's doing. Why are you going after him so hard? Why is the military super involved? Why is his brother there? What happened between him and his brother? There was just so many questions yeah. and very, very few answers. And sometimes I like ambiguity in certain in movies, not something like this. Like, you need to kind of give me a little bit of a lead on it, especially if it's in the first six issues of a character's story or yeah, development. So here's the thing, and we, we always say this, you don't have to tell me his origin story in the first six right. issues, but you do have to explain what is happening. Because they didn't, because <laughs> you, 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 you don't give, this isn't an origin story, technically. <laughs> Because his origin story would it's be not. when he was in the military, because then that would explain mm -hmm. why the military's there. That you know, why was he able to break the process after 17 days? His military training is so is that well is that good that he could break out of it? Stuff like that is how you establish from before why he's so good now. But instead, we just get him being good, and then he's fighting these things, and also. There's a power struggle in the demonites. There's that first guy that comes, then that other Black girl shows up, and then she's just like, I told you to back off. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> who, who are you people? What? The black, the black curate, bro. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait. And that was the other thing that, that upset me. I was just like, let me get this straight. We've finally introduced to someone who seems to be a leader to this organization of demonites. Immediately, we undercut that by introducing this other character who seems even more powerful than this first guy and is now telling this first guy, I told you to back off. And then the first guy's just like, well, what? And I'm like, and then, and then in, my, in my head, I'm like, if the organization doesn't have a structure, how am I supposed to understand the structure? It was stuff like that. Like, just make one bad guy for the first time. Don't introduce a big bad to the big bad. Like... Yeah. I'll, I'll also put. It uh, was, sorry, go on. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, okay, so there is a, a. I'll actually tell you guys the reason why I chose this book, though. Yeah, yeah. I chose this book also because I want an excuse to read it again because I. <laughs> I want to know because I want to know if my palette had increased over years because I, yeah. obviously I got this when it came out in 2011. Okay. I've read a lot. Yeah. I have a huge bias because I love Wildcats, the TV show. Okay. And my favorite character was Grifter. No. So. I 
with that being said he's a cool okay so here's a positive he's a cool looking character yes yeah i <laughs> like i like his aesthetic the fact that his yeah. only the only costume is this weird red bandana with black eyes yeah i was dope. just like that's weird but i fucked with that like it i respect worked. that yeah, style i would watch i would watch a grifter movie yeah but like tell me a better story yeah because i because I, I agree with you when i was reading it i was like I felt like this was a lot better when I read it the first time. And I may have been just really excited the fact that I was finally getting to read something Grifter after like 15 years of like yeah. not watching the show. You yeah. know what I mean? And I agree. Like, I, I also agree with you guys. Even when I was reading this, I'm like, they're really not doing the cut scenes. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, it's like, it's like, oh, I'm leaving. They're not saying I'm leaving the place. He's like, oh, he gets up and he starts walking somewhere. And then all of a sudden he's like, not he does not even like walking towards a door of the diner or something, but then all of a sudden the next scene is he's like in a completely Downtown. different yeah. place and all that stuff. I agree that I the, the, and, and then the fact that he just now this okay, so I might be giving him too much credit here, but I feel like the thing about Grifter is that he just always is drawn to them. So no matter how safe he is in the moment, he's drawn to them and he thinks oh. he's just doing something else, right? So mm. when he was hiding with the girl in the bunker okay. or whatever that the thing was, he left to go downtown to think, but it's he's possible. Drawn he's drawn to where they are. He's drawn to where they are, yeah. Yo, because well, she, no, but she's afraid to be putting yourself in danger literally every fourth or fifth page. <laughs> he's finding them. And I'm like, at what point do you get to relax? Yeah. But there's no like <laughs> there's no chill moment. This guy has infinite endurance. It's insane. But it's also the fact, uh, he, the reason why he left, which again, I agree, is a poor thing because I feel like they could have easily done this like via like internet or something. Mm. They needed money and he was going to like grift. Griff is like a fancy word he uses for steal. Yeah, he's money from somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is Which that is, why he was downtown? Wait, okay, yeah, where do they say that? that? Oh, they say that. They say that. She, she says, <laughs> I don't like, have, she like, says, I don't have like, money. We need yeah. money. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'm going to go handle it. So he leaves. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, I understand. Which I don't think is a great idea. Yeah, I no, but, uh, <laughs> make her leave. Her. Tell, like, have her yeah. in a microphone and like make her do the. Tomorrow. Okay, so I'm not crazy because I did read that section, but I didn't understand that I'm gonna go handle it. Meant running around in the most populated area of the city, knowing I'm being hunted. And, and he's talking about like you know how to look for a mark and stuff at the same time. You don't remember that? Yeah, I did, man. Like I feel, <laughs> I also feel they they assumed that his the internal monologue would explain a lot of what was happening so if you like for me i have a tendency when i'm reading if the internal monologue is starting to get boring i don't i kind of like read it faster than yeah, i, I glaze over it like, i must have because i just was like so confused by so some of that yeah same issue issue five yeah no i i realize i just yeah. i was so confused i don't it was it was a uh... Very confusing at parts. So you know what? Between you and me, I feel like we were confused at different parts. If you put the story together, we can help each other out. <laughs> so you tell me the parts I missed, I tell you the parts you missed. And boom, we have a full story. Mm. It feels like someone just needs to be there to fill in the gaps for you. And you being, you know, someone who likes this or has read this before, Dave, you probably you could have done that for us. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause the thing is like I feel also when you're doing this, you had they should have had a better description of what a Damonite is and how they're like, why are they here? Issue zero <laughs> should have been, yes, what he's what's happening to him, but it should have been an explanation. You don't have to do an origins, but you have to say, why are Damonites here, and yeah, how motivated. do they communicate? Like, if you knew that stuff or how they body snatched people, 
It's like one of those, like, remember when we were reading Coyotes? Got to bring this up. They were always giving the, the blurb at the end, like a, a, a story at the end about um, yeah, uh, uh, things. They were like building up. Yeah, I thought that the thing that was annoying about that is that we said it's like, oh, that would have been better to have it at the beginning or had it yeah. in the middle. Yeah. I feel like how they chopped things up for this one didn't make it clear. Yeah. And like if he was trying to be like, well, I want you to be as confused as Grifter is, that's not a good idea. <laughs> like if they're trying to like, because we've re- we said sometimes maybe the, re- the way they write things is yeah. so that you feel like how the character feels. Yeah. yeah. And in this situation, I don't think that's a good idea. If that's what their motivation was, which I highly doubt it was. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, not really sold on this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's all, it's all good. I think um, Grifter is an interesting character. I just think they didn't write him well. I agree. That's that's that, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think I did. Well, way better written than this. Yeah, because I, I, I actually feel bad because I wanted to like it. I yeah. saw the character on the first few pages, regardless of my artwork diss. And as soon as the story stopped making sense within the first like three pages, I was like, oh man, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to like this. As soon as that but, guy saved him, and it looked like old man Logan, and then he looked like uh. And then he looked like um, Sabretooth. I was just like, well, this seems weird. This seems weird. Oh, my really gosh. Weird. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, old that's man a, that, Old Man Logan, Logan saves Sabretooth from uh, w- from Weapon X Project is essentially what that all looked like. But it was it reminded int- me of Stick, too, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that, yeah, too. Yeah, I, I actually thought Stick more than that. I didn't realize. But it, he does look like a hybrid of both, I guess. I, I mean. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, unfortunately, I really did want to like it. The artwork gets better. Um, I didn't like the design of the Demonites, though. Me neither. I thought they um, were like, especially when they show you the human that had been a Demonite that got locked in human form, like as he was converting. I I didn't understand that because I was trying to understand. I was like, so do the Demonites have physical forms? Because it seems like they're an essence. Because that, that's the other thing. So the first time you see the Demonites, uh, they're they're obviously controlling bodies. Yeah. Then it seems like the Daemonite can swap out of the body very quickly, mm-hmm. right? They like it takes seventeen or longer than seventeen days, which I understood. But before it takes longer than seventeen days, l- l- like Dave was saying, they can just leave in thirty seconds. Almost immediately, yeah. So you know when we see that Daemonite co- come out of that first body after the fight, and it looks like it's going towards his brother, I expected it that the Daemonite was going to try and take over his brother, and there was going to be more to the brother story like we were saying before but then we didn't get more of that that Dame Knight disappeared I thought, I thought the brother brother was already one yes I okay so initially I thought the brother was a Dame Knight when he turned out not to be I thought he was going to take it over by a Dame Knight but then like Dave said he pointed out that it does take longer than 17 days so I was just like I don't really yeah. fully understand how <laughs> they're going to bring the brother back and then they didn't bring the brother back and then I was no it was, I was like oh crap okay cool yeah. He had dreams about his brother though a lot at the beginning, so yeah. I thought the brother was like a huge part of this. Even the 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 intro Dave read, they included yes, his brother. They referenced the brother. <laughs> so what's the point? What's the point of bringing Green Arrow into this business? Also, well, that Green Arrow, no sense to me. I like. I, I was okay with the Green Hour, uh, Arrow. Arrow things being infiltrated by Demonites. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I like it's the idea. Why I said crawls, not even body snatchers. And, and that's the thing. One of the things that I, when I was reading this, that annoyed me a little bit was if there is a national manhunt for a terrorist, and this is set in the DC universe, why is no one, none of the heroes, mm. kind of on? 
the prowl to be like, well, what's going on here? Mm, like, yeah. it, I, I understand that the police have to take care of their own situations. The superheroes aren't always going to jump in if it's something, if, you know, one man, but one man who took out two people on a plane it, uh, and ha- has now been seen burning down something. There's, he's, he's making more and more trouble. The cops don't seem to be able to find him easily. Don't you want like a uh, uh, green arrow with a you know yeah or even Rick Flag yeah like like like, ha- a, like not a soup not a super exactly but a a, a, a detective a detective style. or yeah. whatever someone on the ground yeah who's who's just like well this needs to be addressed because this guy is obviously yeah. dangerous so when Green Arrow showed up I was happy because I was just like okay Green Arrow is a pretty good detective he he's they didn't use him. Uh, yeah, they don't really use it. He's but just it was also said. That, I think it was also they did that to be like, yes, this you are in the DCU. Yeah, because like again, this was the first time Wildstorm. Image was or Wildstorm was like starting to get in it. Right. Yeah. They, this is this is where like okay, we're not separate universes anymore. We're merging our universes. These guys yeah. have to be in it, which would have been good. <clears throat> it would have been smart. It felt forced to me though, to be honest. But what it would have mm-hmm. been smart is to have Rick Flag involved because, uh, like I said, there, there's some book that they had it's something seven maybe agent seven or something like that where grifter amanda waller rick flag team seven huh team seven yes all those people are all on the same team so it would have been smart to have rick flag there because he would have been like why the fuck is grifter Grifter or cole cash because he would have known him as cole cash at that point why is cole cash why is he doing this yeah yeah see or like he's grifter he removes the mask he's like cole yeah like that okay stuff like that little things that would kind of solidify the universe without going over the top and showing us a costume like i didn't need a costume hero uh i just needed something that linked dc to this a little bit better so that it made more sense to me because i really did find it weird that he's running around he's terrorist on the television everyone's talking about this terrorist terrorist and then no one's Mm -hmm. Really addressing that, you know, especially and he's barely redisguised himself. Yeah, especially mm. in a post 9-11 world yeah. comic book, you start throwing around the word terrorist, people get nervous. So I felt like yeah. if you guys are going to use that word to describe the character, someone's going to start investigating a little harder than what they've been doing so far. There's also the concept, like I thought about it when you guys were talking about uh, two seconds ago, in regards to like the maybe the reason why you have 17 days to go into the body mm-hmm. maybe that's like you they're toning the body so they can oh, go in and out but preparing. again you should have a moment of explaining how the frick it works yeah you know what i mean like that yeah. like now that's that you we were lacking yeah like the one thing yeah. after we're talking to you guys about this like i get your points well especially though your point about the fact and i mean you know 17 plus to get in 30 seconds to get out um causes radiation cameras have problems seeing it uh caused a blackout the first time one showed up so the military is aware another thing that i felt dc universe related if the military is aware of demons or some sort of creature that causes high radiation and entire entire blackouts when they show up like that one did in that first where the military is discussing it Again, why are none of the capes involved? That like stuff like that seems weird. The capes are not aware of these demons. Do they? Do they not know? How are you guys? There explaining- would also be more military presence in those areas because these are pretty public areas too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so I- it's not like you can cover this. Up. And if you're gonna cover it up, you want to have more presence than just sending one dude. Yeah, but I think it could have been also a good if they chose to do it. This could have been you. The DCU could have incorporated like. Okay, well now we're going with our Area Fifty One 
military stuff. And that would have been a good way to do this. 100%. If you want to introduce uh, like Area 51 style part to the DC, this would be dope. And then they associate themselves with Stormwatch as opposed to like the Justice League. Dope. Super dope. I'm totally down for that. That sounds like an amazing idea. Yeah, and that's they, not what they did here, though. No, they, Dave's right. Imagine if they did that, <laughs> how is. much more interesting that would be instead of like this of one guy running around and I don't know. Anyways, like, and I, you've read ahead would. too, so it, yeah. it, it it's it means they don't do that. Not not necessarily. I mean, again, it's been like a while. It's yeah. you know, I read it several years ago, but even at that, like the new Fifty Two did a bunch of cuts. This one got one of the cuts. It's one of those oh. issues that. The last two, three issues, you could tell they're trying to wrap it up because like initially when they were doing this, I was I was honestly on the hope because I you knew he was involved. Yeah. Uh, you knew that Spartan was around, which was the leader of Wildcats. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want you guys to make a Wildcats book. Like I remember what reading it, and I'm like, this is not necessarily the biggest or bat best version of Grifter. I, I remember yeah. that even in the past, but I was like, but if you're gonna give me Wildcats because of this Okay. That's why I'm collecting it. Yeah, your hope was that they were going to introduce more. Yeah, and then like I you're loved like, the authority mm. back in the day, so I, I was, uh, yeah, I was hoping for the authority. Okay, but Anyways, I think we've, we've said yeah, everything. We've yeah, we've said we've said enough. We've wrapped it. Uh, so we'll give our final thoughts in a few moments. But next is, well, do you want to do the intro for this one? That's non-canon. This one, Invasion World Invaders, Aku Darkseid versus Dark Phoenix Frieza. Bum, bum, bum. Begin. Hmm. It's gonna be crazy, bitches. <laughs> Dark so Phoenix. I'm not really familiar with Aku. What's Aku's the guy from. Uh, I could give a rundown Sam- if you guys need. Samurai Jack. So he's okay. basically. Uh, long story short, he's a demon that comes to Earth. Uh, he has several powers. He's very magical. Like he's a, a shapeshifter. He could go as tall as like the World Trade Center if you wish. Like he could like he could go as tall as any building. Jesus. Uh, he has the ability to absorb physical things into his body and shoot them back out at people he has eye ray uh, like blasters uh his hands he could shapeshift so his hands become often weapons he can he turns into various creatures various beings to fight different opponents he has the ability to displace people on earth and in time hence why jack uh this is based off samurai jack samurai when samurai jack is going to kill aku because the only thing that could actually hurt aku is his special sword uh sword yeah uh it's the only thing that could hurt him when uh, samurai jack is about to kill him he's like okay well screw this i'm going to throw you into the future when like i'm all powerful and my word is law that's actually the sentence of the show uh i've seen so many times and uh, he ends up being like the the control of the world. He's essentially the world turns into apocalypse essentially, and he's Dark Side. Oh, okay, like in, in not as powerful as Dark Side. Yeah, I wouldn't compare them because uh, I think Dark Side would probably win on that one. Hence why they're on the same side. But uh, yeah, it's about it. Uh, okay, yeah. Aku Dark Side versus Phoenix and Frieza. Yeah, uh, interesting. Based on your uh, description uh, of Aku, I don't see him lasting in the fight very long. Yeah. Even only one Dark thing hurts Phoenix him? Alone. I thought it was more because... Uh, oh, sorry. Maybe there's more? Though Aku could be harmed and killed by normal weapons and attacks, even the high-tech ones, those with divine powers such as Jack Swords, Odin, Odin's Gumnir, Rama's Sharanga, and Ra's Crook were able to do so. Oh, it's true. They were, they were able to hurt him. Dark yeah. Phoenix Certain magicians. So it, he has a magic weakness and... Because, I mean, this says normal weapons can hurt him. Uh, well, I mean, they could, but it's it's hard. It's, it's it, it'd take a lot. 
Like I, mean, I, I literally normal see, weapons like, can hurt Frieza. So yeah, no, but I'm saying like for example, one of the images one time there was an army that went up to him. They all shot arrows at him. He yeah. went like he put his arm up. All the arrows went into his arm, and he literally put his hand down and, and shot, shot the them back. all back. Yeah. Okay. So like when you say he can be hurt by weapons, yeah, but it's like it's a long fight to do that. And are we talking Frieza final form? Uh, if we're gonna do this, leaving Aku and Darkseid at this point. Yeah, that I would agree with that. I guess. Sure. Frieza final forms will eat Darkseid's food. I'm straight up going Dark Phoenix and Frieza over Aku and Darkseid. Yeah. Really final sure? form Frieza is, okay. is okay. a okay. fucking beast. Okay, so man. then we, 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 we oh, final form to you guys. You know how fast they are? No, like, but are you talking insane. about like when him and Goku are fighting on the planet? And then the planet gets destroyed and that's the first time uh, yeah, he kills even, Frieza? Even or that, after? Even that Frieza final form. Yeah. Yeah, because the oh, final yeah. form of Frieza is so fast. Like, Darkseid's not a fast guy. No, but he's all powerful. Like, when yeah, was but, the last time you saw him get hurt, really? Frieza. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, if, if I'm going to do... So, Darkseid is insanely powerful and has his beam, but Frieza could outrun the beam. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I mean, Frieza... The, the, beam is a, the beam is the reason why people can't really touch Darkseid, man. Part of the reason, anyway. A big reason. And then the dark... all of you catches up to you. Yeah. yeah. And then the Dark Phoenix is an insanely powerful being. Like, I feel right. like we may have put the OP characters on the side here. Okay, well, if yeah, you want, man. we could switch it up. I, I was actually thinking the opposite. <laughs> because I thought I thought Darkseid was pretty OP. Darkseid is pretty did. powerful, but, like... I mean, Dark He's Side. Not Dark Phoenix, powerful man. Yeah. Like, oh, see, Dark I Phoenix thought I would think that those who fighting he would win. Just has to trap him in some sort of mental, you know, like mm. it's. Oh, but for Dark Phoenix, because you're doing Dark Phoenix, I was assuming that it was way more. She doesn't really do mental stuff. She's like more using the Phoenix Force. Like, there's no Jean Grey in this. It's just okay. the power of Even the then, Phoenix. So the it's power of the Phoenix would destroy Darkseid. The he power of the Phoenix loose with no, not anchored to anyone? No, anchored to someone, yeah. but not having that person's also that person's abilities. Because, uh, like, when, example, yes, when, no. when Cyclops gets it, like, you know, he doesn't. he's not using his Cyclops beam anymore. Yeah, his optic blast is, yeah. You know, when, when Namor gets it, he's not using any of his stuff anymore. They're using the Phoenix Force to, to, to hurt. Phoenix Force. Yeah, but the Phoenix okay. Force, again, it's still all powerful. Yeah, I think it's, it's more powerful. Like, think of, think of it this way. The Phoenix Force is so powerful that when it was split between five people, those five people still essentially became gods. That was the whole story. So The so, Phoenix Five so essentially you, became like So if you want to make this more even, how would you have switched it up? I mean, I would possibly... I, maybe Dark Phoenix and Aku together and Darkseid and Frieza together? Because I, I, I'm saying I think, I think Aku and, and Frieza, that, that would be a fight. That wouldn't be a given. It, but is Aku but is Aku fast? Because that's the thing. Frieza like uh, Aku is Frieza fast though. Like Goku, like you know how. Cause, but, but let's put it this way. Technically, hypothetically, he could just keep throwing him away. Like he like could, every time <clears throat> Frieza attacks. Like when 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 Frieza when sorry when Aku like time shifts someone. Yeah. He like it stops that person. Like so it stops you, and then he throws him away because. Like, <clears throat> what's his weakness? Like with Samurai Jack, how does Samurai Jack? Samurai Jack, his sword is the only thing that will cut him. Yeah, no, but I can, know, but how does he ever get close to him if he's yeah, literally just at any point? It doesn't make any sense. I think the disadvantage here is I've never watched Samurai Jack. I've yeah. watched snippets, but to me, what you're describing, I don't understand how Samurai Jack even survives if this guy just talks. <laughs> like anytime this Samurai Jack sees this Aku guy, he's like, goes, you know, runs in head first with his sword, or even if he goes stealth. The second Aku sees him, he just looks 
Oh, no, you don't. And tosses him into another well, no, because, tree. Because like I said, right, he's a shapeshifter. I literally toss him a day before his death. Oh. And they're like... <laughs> so he can live one day and then you know oh man this, I didn't realize you guys didn't watch absolutely ever and never heard of this so it makes it a little oh, hard really, it, it, it's not my thing Samurai Jack okay. I always want, meant to watch it it's just I never got around to it okay. No, because it, especially now that there's a lot of episodes I'm like oh, I'm gonna have to binge through it well, no because like he can like I said he shapeshifts to which is a, a great advantage again nothing yeah. could really hurt him so like him like slashing into people and whatnot. it's like having adamantium all over your body Okay. You know what I mean? Like, and nothing could hurt Adamantium other than equivalent dark magic and the the, the, the sword that Samurai Jack has. Yeah. Well, Phoenix Force is technically dark. Okay. So. No, but I, I agree with you guys. I think Dark Phoenix and Frieza would probably win over this. Now that, because I, again, I, I thought that the, the conversation was going to be more like Dark Side's going to like beat the shit out of them. But if you're saying that nah. you think that Dark Phoenix could. School them. I, I don't think Dark. I think if you gave me a fight between Dark Side and Frieza, because people already have the fight about Superman versus Goku, and whenever they have that discussion, I'm always just like, I I get that people really want Superman to like, Superman can do it, but if you really think about the evolution of power, Goku is like n near immortal god level, and he's yeah. way more powerful than Superman. I agree on that. Actually, like I, I don't get me wrong. Superman is an amazingly powerful character. They've described in comic books how he can travel across galaxies in the blink of an eye. Sometimes, like they made him so so powerful. But at the end of the day, he also needs to be powered by a yellow sun. Goku isn't powered by a yellow sun. He just keeps evolving into a more powerful being and has like Somehow. yeah, and just has like you, instant teleportation. Yeah. So he's obviously oh, oh, faster. Exactly not instant teleportation is instant, instant transmission. Sorry, instant transmission. But, apologies. Yeah, last episode of Gatastic Cipher, we were saying instant. Yeah, we said it wrong. Yeah, but yeah, yeah instant <laughs> transmission. Like I feel like you know, as fast as Superman is, if Goku just keeps doing instant, like instant transmission and moving around, how is Superman going to lay a finger? So now I'm thinking, okay, so Go Goku versus Frieza. Goku and Frieza were pretty matched until a certain point. Frieza fell off. So now I'm thinking... That but that was weak strongest. Goku. No, that's, that's what I was yeah. going to say. That's a yeah. much weaker Goku. But that's what I'm saying. If I if I take that Goku and he was able to beat Frieza, now I'm picturing, could Superman beat that Frieza? I don't know if Superman could beat that Frieza. Oh, I think he could <laughs> destroy that Frieza. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not sure Superman. He Maybe you're right. Maybe he would destroy him. But I think there'd actually be a legitimate fight. Oh, I'm not saying there wouldn't be. Whereas Goku versus Superman... I don't think it's a legitimate fight. No. And Goku versus Frieza, Goku whooped Frieza's ass. Mm -hmm. It was a solid fight, but Goku whoops his ass and just gets stronger. Whereas Superman at his strongest, I don't think can fight Frieza as he, like, I, th I think it's going to be a legit fight. All right, fair. So that's fair. With that in mind, Superman versus Darkseid is a legit fight. So I'm seeing Frieza and Darkseid similar levels, but Frieza is still powerful so enough. Think, that I think so, so in this, in this scenario, you think that Darkseid and Frieza would go at it. Darkseid would lose, and then Dark Phoenix versus Aku, Phoenix would destroy. Well, mix, mix. Dark Phoenix can go on take on Aku or Dark Darkseid, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Frieza could just back Dark Phoenix up. Because I, 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 <laughs> I didn't, I didn't necessarily fully think this through. I guess when I was making it, because well, when I was whatever, no, because, no, because initially I thought that it'd be more like free, like how you guys. I didn't think on the level that you guys were thinking, because I, I thought that Frieza was like. 
the weaker side on these things. So I was like, oh, okay. him and him and Aku would be able to go at it for a while. But now you guys are describing it that way. I'm like, yeah, okay, man. You bring this into the ring so we can all, you know, have different points of views and what we think is going to happen. Anyway. Yeah. We didn't right. think of it, but we, you know, that's the whole point. Right. And with that, I, I, I'm voting then. Definitely you're, you're dark. Up, necessarily bad. Sorry, so can you repeat that? Your mashup wasn't necessarily bad. No, no, oh, no, 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 I don't think awesome I don't I don't think yeah. it's bad. It's just I just wish I had had the forethought of maybe balancing it out or switching someone out because I feel like like you have weight, right? Yeah. I feel yeah. like the weight all of a sudden because with your with like not thinking through it's like, okay, the other side's like really like already it's touching the ground, <laughs> the other what? one's going to this guy. Maybe that's because we ended up convincing you. Someone else might be there and have a completely true, that's different true. opinion that could have your, oh, your opinion. Because right? I definitely do so. think that Aku would have been the first person to be taken out. If you guys are listening to this and you think that Darkseid could whoop Freeze's ass, please write it in the comments. We Ooh, would love to hear that Darkseid. because we don't think that. But if you have you know actual arguments that could back that up, and not just nerd rage arguments where you yeah. just say, no, he's better. No, like actually bring your facts, you know, bring yeah. up episodes that we can kind of compare storylines. And, you know, we're open to that discussion. And um, that said, it's unanimous. Dark Phoenix and Frieza take yeah, this fight. Yeah. Folks, right. your final thoughts on Grifter. I hate you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> starting to become Gotham all over again. No, I'm going to give it, I'm, honestly, I, I think. I would not necessarily recommend this book right away. If someone who really likes body snatcher books, I'd be like, look, it's, it's interesting reading that in that regard. If you really like grifter or you really like wildcats, yes, read it. It's, it at least gives you a taste of those things. Um, I was not going to give this a great score. I was gonna give it a three, okay. 3.25. Uh, because I, I agree. Out of 10. Uh, no, out no, of five, five, out of five, out of five. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice slip in there, Tobes. <laughs> you can give it one point five if you want, but I'm not. Um, but no, the obvious uh, for me, yes, I thought the the drawing, like there were cool images at times, but the thing that and I I thought that issue zero was better than, uh, like not the cover, but the there was better imagery in that compared to some of the other images. Okay. Um, in the rest, uh, I do agree that there was not enough explanation of really who Grifter was. I mean, you do he does mention that he's military. They do mention that yes. he's a Grifter. Yes. But like, I feel like it wasn't explained enough so you could appreciate his abilities. Uh, I don't think the Damianites was properly executed at all in the sense of explaining what the fuck is going on. Um, you know, at the same time, maybe they were expecting to have a longer run. Maybe they were expecting to be more mysterious and tell you stuff later on. Mm. Uh, or maybe they were like, oh, we're going to have a Wildcats that's going to explain all this, and they never got it. I don't know. Uh, but again, it is, uh, I won't lie, it is a non-thinking book, which will still be ex expected sometimes. I'm going to put just like enjoyable <laughs> reads that you don't have to think in the future, <laughs> much to certain people's chagrin. But uh, no, three point three. Yeah, no, not, not point five. All right, Doc. I, I, I think three is fair two 2.5 three is fair uh i don't dislike the 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 ideas and mm. i don't dislike the character i just dislike the execution mm. and like i said I, for me it was a lot of even and i i take full responsibility for the fact that maybe it because i just could not get into the story i glazed over sections because i i did i do remember what you guys were saying about when they were in the the safe house and him saying like i'll handle the money i thought he meant he was going to go after the cash that she had hidden 
mm-hmm. as opposed to him going out to handle it as in griff somebody. So I didn't really under... I think that's why I was confused. And it was stuff like that where it was ambiguous. And I guess I could have perceived it one way or the other. And I perceived it the wrong way. And that led to more confusion on my part. And if I maybe if I just read it word for word for what it said as it... Because like you said, you don't have to think. I was overthinking. So I think because I overthought some of the things that were going on, that led me to be confused because I was like, well, I'm thinking this, this, and this. And they're literally saying... E equals MC squared. And I'm thinking, well, how much energy is this? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so stuff like that. So for me, that's why I think, uh, you know, 2.5. Um, and that's because of my ignorance in some sections. So I won't put it all on the author. Tobes. Every, everything Doc said. <laughs> 1.75 out of 5. <laughs> I'm surprised. I, I thought it was going to be so much lower. <laughs> I thought it was going to no, be so no, much No, he's a cool looking character. Yes. I really just... I don't want to. I don't even want to give them any sort of lead on this. I want you to do a better story before I yeah. can give you a, a proper score. Yeah. So we got seven point five out of fifteen overall, which is what fifty percent. Yeah. Dead fifty. Okay. It's, 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 a, worth it for, it, it's worth it for potential. Yeah. It's right. a university pass. It's one of those. It's one of those things where it's like nice. Tr- it's like you get your grade back from the. Like you hand your paper to the teacher. Like oh yeah. Just, just rewrite it. Yeah, there you go. Like you, like you hit a lot of good things, but you forgot like your commas and your points, and you didn't cross T's and I's and stuff. Yeah. So just take it back and, and do it right. Just work harder. Take your time with this. Yeah, <laughs> but which FYI, I do think it was rushed. I remember reading that when I read it years ago. I was like, some of this doesn't seem yeah. too thought out. But then again, the new Fifty Two was a bit of a mess yeah. initially. Well, not a mess, but like you could tell that there were certain books that got more time. Yeah. All right, sign off, guys. Dave, what do you want to tell the people? Uh, not much. Follow uh, me on uh, uh, at Merck underscore Witta underscore Mouth on Instagram. Uh, you want to know any other stuff happening with uh, me? You could go to square-idea.com. You could check my stuff out, Crystal Nicholson, Mike Wilcox, and the various other authors that we have out right now or other uh, teammates we have. As well as you, you could follow us on our Facebooks and Instagrams, uh, also square-idea. Uh, well, actually, I think maybe the Instagram one is just squared idea because i don't know if you could have a dash in it so uh yeah that's about it toby at that fit dude Instagram, at that fit dude that's all i got for y'all and you guys can follow me at brian holiday h-o-l-i-d-a-e on instagram and you can check out all our stuff at franklinarmstrong.com once again we have all the different shows from the collective and if you guys follow us on instagram at a strong franklin there's a link to our link tree that's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash a strong franklin that link will have a quick link to all the most recent episodes from the Franklin Armstrong Collective. Guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back with another one soon. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Ciao.